with my brother co-host, Dr. Pedro Beard. Hey. Pedro, what's up, my bro? Chilling, man. How you doing? All right. What's going on, man? What's new? What's new? What's new with me? Yeah, man. Well, we hit Waterpalooza the other day. Oh, yeah. That, that was fun. That's going to be the dessert today. That's Later the, on. Dessert? Yeah. Oh, definitely. We've got to talk about that. Okay, for sure. Well, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, And I liked it well, a lot. I had a good time. Hey, we got like a full cast of people here today. My brother <laughs> Mitch. Hey, Mitch, what's, what's going on? Mitch, one of our closest friends and um, supporter of Beer Fest Fridays. We, you know who we, who we got back, right? Yeah, Ozzy. Ah, Ozzy the oh, man. The original uh, Beer Fest Friday, you know, supporter, member, and all that stuff. And you know who? Yeah, Ozzy is an OG for sure. And, and you I mean, know who I, came back from the was, deaf? I think Ozzy was part of the, like, the... The, the first crew? The sp- uh, uh, what are those chairs? The the little... Oh, the yeah. walkers? Oh, the... <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> no, he's back. He's back with a vengeance. He's back to support us and all that stuff and, and be on the show and contribute all the, you know, all his uh, little uh, ideas and all that and <laughs> questions, <laughs> like always. And, you know, we got back, right, from the from the dead. Yes, the beer critic. Ah, the beer critic. <laughs> Oh, hey, CEO George. What's yeah. up, George, man? What's going on, man? You okay, man? Always. Where you been? You okay, bro? Yeah. You sure? You haven't been here for a while, but hey. <laughs> you know what? Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I got something for George later. I think. Yeah. I hope you'll like it. He actually liked the Hops for Teacher, by the way. Oh, he, he, he did? Yeah. It's moved? Okay. We'll it's let pretty you balanced, try. I we'll, we'll, we'll let him try it later on and see what's up. Yeah. Well, I got uh, something else for him, I think. Ooh. I, think, I hope he likes it. Surprises for George. He likes that stuff. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. And finally, right to finish up with the uh, with the with the beer fresh crew, the Inca Warrior, Boris. So Boris, man. Why are you blowing Georgia kids, bro? Hey, what's up with that? I taking all those uh, crazy pictures, man. And uh, finally, listen, hey Pedro, I let you introduce our uh, our guest, uh, a well-known doctor. In, 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 in the chiropractic practice area, Doctor yeah. Ray, go ahead, my brother. Doctor Ray, welcome, my brother. Thank you. Welcome, appreciate welcome. It. Appreciate it. Yeah, welcome, welcome everyone to Beer Fest Fridays. We talk about CrossFit and beer, and yeah, today we have an old friend of mine, Doctor Raymond Talmos, uh, doctor of chiropractic. Um, welcome, man, and and cheers. We uh, what are you drinking? Cheers, yeah, cheers. Little... What are you drinking, Doctor? I'm drinking whatever y'all are giving me. <laughs> 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 That's the best kind of beer. <laughs> what was better better? than that? <laughs> what, what, what's that better? That's a hot for teacher. We found it at, or I found it at Jay Wake, um, at Publix. So I was like, what? Nice. Publix got Jay yeah, Wake. Publix it up. Yeah, Publix stepping it up. I see. It's nice. Yeah, it's good. It's nice, uh, balanced IPA. So, uh, Dr. Ray, what's happening? What's up, man? It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a long time, man. Years. Years. Like Whoa. six, we said, right? Six or seven years. Yeah, man. The, the wonders of social media. You know, you right? stay in touch with people, and, and it's good, man. So now we're here drinking beers and talking CrossFit and yeah. health and coronavirus. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and everything that comes with it. Everything that comes with it, bro. No, there's not one corona bro. in the No, this is not the you know what uh, impacted me well, from Dr. Ray when I first when he first worked in and and he was there um, talking to you, how young you are, you know, and and that's one of the good things that I like now that you know you have um, many up up and coming doctors that are young that are, that are actually doing what we are are actually doing right now, which is CrossFit and staying healthy and all that stuff. And 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 I and I like that because I remember one day a doctor told me the best doctor is the doctor that will grow up with you. And I didn't understand back then, like I don't understand what you said. You gotta find a doctor that is around your same age. So as you grow up and you go up to him, all right, he'll kinda like have this type of relationship with you. And as you grow old, you both are growing old and and actually can relate to each other. Yeah, you're experiencing yeah. So, the same things. Dr. Ray, the same age. you know, Dr. Ray looks like a, a great person, a great doctor, young, and, and that he's the type of doctor that I would like to go to, you know, because of the fact that we're around the same age and all that stuff, and, you know, he'll have the same, and, and I hope not, ailment and, <laughs> and problems that I would have. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. That's, one of, that's one of the benefits of being an athlete and a chiropractor at the same time. You know, I've I've experienced a lot of what Excellent. people come in with at the same time. So yeah, man, it's good. You sure. will relate to all of us. Hundred percent. Like, oh, you got that? I've had that. Don't worry. I know, <laughs> I know how to I know how to take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> so for sure. So that said, uh, go ahead. Let us know what you do. Um, and. How it relates to? Oh man! All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, that might be a loaded question. All right. Well, hey, the story. I'm, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you the elevator pitch because it's go. quick. All right. So there you go. Um, BNI. Back to I, BNI. I started out uh, <laughs> wanting to be a sports chiropractor because I've been an athlete my whole life. Uh, one day I was at a sports con or not at a sports convention. Excuse me. I was at a chiropractic convention and I saw a uh, sign that said, "Do you want to be a primary care doctor?" And it was all about learning how to take care of people from a primary care standpoint. So. When we think about primary care in the United States, it's really like I need to go to this guy so that I can get a referral to actually see the specialist because everybody has Googled and knows what their problem is and knows what specialist they need to see. But primary care really should be about being healthy and yeah. understanding what you need to do to be healthy. But medicine in America, we say we get these preventive health care visits and all this kind of stuff. It, it's not. That's, that's BS. At the end of the day, we might early detect things, but no medical doctor is really in the business of preventing illness from happening. Because at the end of the day, there's no medicine to prevent illness. There's only medicine once an illness has occurred. So what, what I do is kind of take care of that whole gray area between people being healthy and people actually developing something that needs medicine. And it's really a lot of times just the symptoms that they're treating. Exactly. At the end of the day, okay, you have diabetes. Well, take this and now we'll manage your diabetes. Oh, you have high blood pressure. Okay, we'll take this and you'll manage your high blood pressure. But what happens if you stop taking the medicine? You still have high blood pressure. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, I look for the reasons of why we develop illnesses and, and all these things. So it's a, it's a cross between Western medicine as far as diagnosis. So I use blood work. I use hormone tests. I use all the same things. And instead of waiting until people develop a problem, I'll look at things in a certain range and say, you know what? Kidneys aren't working as well as they should. Your blood sugar is a little higher than it should be. Your cholesterol profile isn't exactly right. Why don't we tweak your diet this way? Why don't we give you these vitamins, these herbs, these supplements, all these natural things to do, work out in this fashion, do this and give them people a lifestyle plan so they can understand that every choice that they make, everything they drink, everything they eat, turns into what their health eventually is. So we really look at taking people from, it's kind of like coaching them and what they need to do, but it's based on their labs. So I don't give any two people the same recommendations everything is all based on history Individual. physical blood tests stool tests hormone tests whatever the case might be and so then from there that's how we kind of help people understand what they need to do to be healthy and then predict and prevent issues as well so uh and then i you know we do chiropractic as well so we see people that have pain but listen there's a lot of great chiropractors in miami i'm the only board certified chiropractic internist in south florida south of west palm beach so nobody knows what it is. So coming on the, on the air and talking with you guys is a great opportunity to let people know, hey, there is another way to evaluate your health and understand what's going on. And it's not with one of these guys that is going to muscle test you or tell you, oh, your tongue looks pink. You need this or, you know, it's, it's all based on the same test that medical doctors use. But the treatment is not medicine. It's lifestyle, exercise, yeah. diet, sleep, water, meditation, emotional stress, you know, all the things that you know you need to do to be healthy, but then nobody pays the time or attention to because they don't realize that they're not as healthy as they think they are. Sounds like you touch on er in everything that 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 um, a person should be able to do to stay healthy. 100%. And now uh, one of the first questions is this. Let's say I go to your um, to your clinic, mm -hmm. okay, and I, uh, and I say, you know, I have a back pain. What is, what is it that you actually do different than, than others? So it depends. If you have an acute injury, let's say mm. you are lifting weights and you hurt your back. Right. That's easy. That's not going to be much different than anybody else that you go to. But if you have back pain that came out of nowhere that keeps coming and going and you don't know what's going on, I'm not only going to evaluate you physically, I'm also going to evaluate why is your body not healing? Because at the end of the day, if you have a symptom, that's your body communicating with you that there's something wrong. Right. right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like the check engine light popping on in the car. You can put a picture over it. You can just ignore uh -huh. it until something happens. You know what I'm saying? And that's basically what taking a painkiller is, right? If you continuously get the same thing over and over, mm -hmm. your body's saying, hey, man, help me. Correct. So at the end of the day, when you come in like that, I'm going to look at you physically. I'm going to say, well, you know, you have a, a muscle, you know, imbalances, muscular imbalances, spinal misalignments, whatever. But then I'm also going to look at, well, 
Are you overweight? Do you have a metabolic disorder? Do you have other vitamin deficiencies and things? So basically every night when you go to bed, your body tries to rebuild you. Every night when you go to bed, that's when your opportunity is to heal. You heal while you sleep. So we look, are you sleeping right? First of all, you know, are you getting the seven to eight hours of sleep that you need every night? Because if you're not, there's no possible way for you to heal from the injury that you have. Secondly, is your body have everything it needs to heal? So we look at the blood work. We look at, you know, different things, different tests that we can run to determine, are you deficient in anything? Are there any imbalances that are particularly going on right now? So I get a lot of patients from other chiropractors that have been like, look, I've done chiropractic. I've done physical therapy. I've got pain injections. I've done it all. But nobody's looked at what's going on with their health on the inside. So that's where we kind of bring in Mm -hmm. the functional medicine stuff. And we say, all right, well, look, your your blood sugar is normal, but your insulin's high, which means there's some insulin resistance here. And it's hard for your body to make energy, to make new cells, to replace cells for you to heal when you have insulin resistance going on. So the first thing we do is change their diet up, give them supplements to help their body actually burn energy and make energy and make new cells and do things to help them heal much faster and much more efficiently. The end of the day, low-grade chronic infections, vitamin deficiencies, those are the things that are causing disease in us. And those are the things that we don't get from the standard American diet and not exercising and so on and so forth. Wow. So a lot of things that you're saying are already in line with what CrossFit kind of does, kind of what Greg Glassman preaches and that type of stuff. Um, are you familiar with the association? I mean, like, as far as is it basically medicine that that you've learned and kind of that, that is just those things are aligned, or is there some overlap in your knowledge and how you've come across these things within your own, uh, you know, as, as far as your as far as being an athlete? Well, let me ask you this: I, I know at a certain point. Uh, you were going to possibly join Brink. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And that's yeah. kind of, you know, what made me think about you. Yeah. Um, do you, and I'm, you, you even yourself called yourself an athlete. What are you doing now physically? And do you believe in any type of methodology? And how does that overlap with the kind of holistic approach to, to medicine that you somewhat have? Oh, definitely. So, Physical activity is one of the hall. It's like a found, it's like a, a, a pillar. You know what I'm saying? So when I create treatment plans for people, it's physical, it's chemical, and it's emotional. So physically, exercise is one of the main things that we talk about. And depending on what the labs are, some people can't handle, for example, a CrossFit workout. Some people need to be doing steady state cardio, six out of ten pace, until they can rejuvenate their body's ability to be able to handle high intensity exercise. But I do believe once you get to a certain level of fitness and your body is healthy enough, high-intensity exercise is the best thing you can do to burn fat, to create new cells, to uh, push your body to a limit. Because the higher level of fitness that you have at the end of the day, the more stress that your body can withstand. And don't get me wrong. We, we hear the word stress and we think about, oh, shit, I got it no money in my bank account. I've yeah. got but stress is sitting for eight hours a day. Sure. Stress is picking your kid up the wrong way. Yeah. Stress, you know what I mean? So there's a million stresses that we don't really think about that all play a role in taking away from our health. Huh. So for me, exercise I've, I've never thought of it that raises way. the me level. Of, it, it creates a buffer zone for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, look, you get in an accident. Let's say you're hurt really bad. If you're exercising, your body's going to pump blood more effectively. You're going to have more, you know, like you can heal better when you're at a higher fitness level. So at the end of the day, that's what think about the opposite of being healthy is like diabetes. That's the worst thing you could possibly have. Yeah, they can't even he, they can't even heal an ulcer. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's the more that you can be healthy, the higher that you can take your body's fitness, the, the more efficient that you're going to be as far as health goes. Now, again, there's there's everything's in moderation, too, because if you exercise the same thing all all day, every day, you know, part of the, the benefit in exercise is the recovery from it. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Yeah. So if your body's not recovering from the exercise you're doing, then there's something that we need to look at chemically and internally as well. Yeah. So it's about finding balance in all those and, and creating a strong foundation and then building up higher from that so that you prevent injury instead of working out till you get hurt, then having to start all over again because you need to take a break. Yeah. Uh, we'll awesome. take a real break real quick. Like Shot, the doctor said, the sack, the sack, break. this is Saki <laughs> yeah. from Japan brought yeah. by uh, C.O. George. Yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah. cheers, cheers, <laughs> cheers, Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers. Good luck, guys.
Doctor, you know that, <sighs> Doctor Ray, mm, I was good. Thank you. That was delicious. Oh, wow, man. So sweet. sweet man. Nice, yeah, nice, smooth. Coming, so those are the worst ones. Yeah, sometimes the beer <laughs> blends into oh, sake. Oh, I don't know why. If you turn around over there. The mezcal is great. There, that oh, mezcal. Montelazo is my favorite mezcal. Montelazo. Oh, 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 man. man. I'm a mezcal oh, man. We should have Jonathan, mezcal Jonathan, that he always bring the Montelobos and Oh, man. Doctor, you know, Dr. Ray, uh, now that I was uh, listening to you um, speak, and 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 Thanks, George. it reminds me, it reminded me. I'm sorry, it reminded me back when I was in school, you know, high school and all that stuff, and then college and all that, and you're going through the PE classes and all that stuff, and they speak about the pyramid, mm-hmm. right? And 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 you just reminded me of the pyramid when when you approach a person that has any type of ailment. Mm-hmm. Okay, you look at is the person sleeping well, which is rest, right? Mm-hmm. How is the person uh, food intake, which is the uh, the diet, yeah. right? Which part of the uh, pyramid? And then basically, what type of workout do you do or you don't do? Mm-hmm. You, you know. Do so good. you know, it, 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 at your practice, it seems that you are, you know, looking into all that. My question to you is this: What are the age range, okay, mm-hmm. of the people that come to see you with type of um, you know, working out ailment? Or problem, or or got you. So or stress, or stress, like you call it. Well, or stress. Well, listen, I'll tell you, I see uh, because I have a primary care practice. I see newborns, all the way up to the geriatric population. So I see people from every age range. People that come to me specific with exercise injuries and and issues with exercise are generally going to be um, teenagers that are you know. Uh, doing unilateral type sports like pitching or you know things like that or golf where they're having repetitive stress injuries and you know you know the the, the golfer's elbow and the and that kind it's of me stuff. Right there. <laughs> yeah, you know so that kind of stuff that happens. Um, and then in our age range, you know, kind of between twenty forty, uh, the weekend warriors, the guys that they go right. out and, and you That's know try to crush range. it. You know what I mean? But range. at the end of the day, they're not doing anything consistent. You know something like that. And then I do have a lot of people that actually are doing some consistent type of exercise and they come in for maintenance. So they'll get adjusted, they'll get a massage, they'll come in and they'll get an IV to help them recover from everything that's going on. Um, you know, we have all kinds of ways to kind of help people. Infrared sauna is excellent for muscle recovery. Uh, so we have all kinds of options for people from all kinds of ages. And the truth is, I don't really have one population that I work with in particular. I work with everybody because it is primary care so it's really cool for me to experience the the, move, the newborn babies the old ladies you know and then right. er, everybody in between so yeah. it, it's really cool yeah. now 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 um what are the most common type of problem that you see with people like us that are into working out mainly crossfit the thing that i see the most with crossfit there's a couple things so, so let me Oh, I'm sorry, I just want to know that you're you're right on point. I just wanted to kind of highlight or let you guys know we did ask a few people questions uh, in the CrossFit community that that we're in, and that that one pretty much reflects one of the exact. And I'm gonna quote them. They exactly asked, "Is CrossFit safe?" And I know that's a general question, <laughs> but that's basically what he asked. I guess you're gonna so. have to like yeah. infuse both. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mitch, you know me, Mitch. I'm good. Sure. I'll, I'll do my best in answering both. And I know that's a loaded Thanks. question, and Thanks. you don't have to answer it. It's easy, man. It's, it's actually really easy. Okay, all right. Good. So, to me, CrossFit is safe when you have good programming, and when you have enough coaches to support the people that are in the room. So, if you go to a CrossFit gym and you've got one coach and you got 38 people working out, and it's all about competition. You know that that's what makes CrossFit to me something that makes you push yourself harder than anything. You know, you see the guy next to you, and you're like, "Damn, I got to beat him." Because, listen, if you're on the road and you're running and you're all by yourself, the only person that you're competing against is yourself. And it's easy to lose to yourself. But when you see somebody running next to you, you want to beat them. It's human nature. It's competition. So, to me, the the competition is very healthy. I love competition. I don't believe in showing up and getting a trophy. So, for me, what I see a lot of times is people trying to do more than what they can. So, you know, maybe, maybe you're not supposed to be doing... The prescription weight maybe you're not at that rx level yet maybe you need to scale down and some people don't want to do that some... that's when the coaches come around right <laughs> exactly so you need to have the coaches there to kind of tone the ego down and say listen you're okay. going to get hurt doing this 
The other thing, too, is there's a lot of ballistic movement. So kipping, for example, a lot of shoulder injuries come from kipping. Obviously, the hand injuries that come from kipping, you know what I'm saying? But low backs get compressed a lot, you know, um, in, in Olympic-type lifting. You know, you're doing the snatch. you got a lot of weight over your head. If your form isn't great, if you're going for a PR, whatever the case might be, that's an easy opportunity to, to tweak something, to kind of get hurt. So, you know, the ballistic movement, you know, the, the Olympic lifting, that's where I see a lot of injury occur, muscle strains, that kind of stuff, and disc herniations as well. You know, listen, maybe you're climbing the rope and you land on your heels, there goes a disc herniation. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of opportunity mm. to get hurt in the gym. Yeah, you don't even think about that you don't even think coming about. down off of a rope. Exactly. You know, listen, your only your only goal when you're climbing a rope is to get to the top. Yeah. You're, right. not, you're not worried about how you're getting down. No, well, no, no. I, it's true. I, I, I am, was doing rope just now. No, I, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I was just like, trying to get down. Boris was ready to try today. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Ooh. Oh, Boris. No Boris. Oh, we need a Boris update. He, he was like, he's like, I don't know. If When I get up there, I don't know what to do. I'm like, bro, get up there first. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, there it is. That's the landing that could create an injury right so ankles knees hips back you know those those are going to be absorbing impact um so that's kind of it. It, it you're safe if you can work within your own limits and understand your own limits and understand when you need to push them as well because at the end of the day exercise only makes you better if you challenge yourself so it's like a kind of like a balance and i, I understand that, that is based on you the ego yeah. and the coach uh -huh. that will be working together working together and telling hey no Don't try that. Exactly. Or, you know, be careful or, or all that stuff. Yeah, like you can't do a muscle up on rings yet. Like, you know, you, you got to know when to be able to try that and, you know, when to be able to get into it because it's not only having strength, it's having coordination. It's having the form down, the technique down. And so, yeah. you know, there's a lot of things that go into to CrossFit. You know, yeah. you, you have to practice form first before you jump into doing something RX, especially when you're fatigued. You know what I mean? You're, you're going as many rounds as you can, as many reps as you can in a certain amount of time. You're tired, and when you get tired, you sacrifice form, and that's when injury can it's happen. true. I agree. And not, I'm not quoting Danny directly, but it was something that he said. It was something about fuck the RX weight. I think that's what yeah. <laughs> something around yeah. to something that effect. There, something on there, yeah. He's like, don't worry about the RX weight. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so just... Uh, one more question. This is a direct question from someone who asked it. Uh, how do you keep your knees from hurting, and what's the best way to de decompress your spine? You said, said something about your back in the For last sure. thing. So. so best thing to do when it comes to the spine is if it's compressed, you got to figure out why. Is it the hip flexors? Is it the hamstrings? Is it the lack of core strength? Is it that you're overweight? All those things are going to obviously require or have different solutions. So you really got to find out why the back is compressed. Now, if there's a disc bulge, disc herniation, whatever the case is from a trauma, from an injury, or even degenerative in nature, there's different options in the chiropractic world. There is, like at my office, I have something called flexion distraction. Um, if you guys can think about in the old days where they used to tie each limb up to a different horse and the horse would all right. kind of run in different. <laughs> yeah. So imagine that mechanically now. So you, you lay down on my table, we strap your feet down and the table separates from the center out. And then it's, you know, we can wow. hold your spine in one place and wiggle your lower half to kind of give some room for the discs and move inflammation. And that really is, is good for the low back. Um, other than that, there are some other chiropractors that have decompression oh, machines yeah. mm -hmm. where they literally strap a belt around your legs You kind of have your hips at a 90-degree angle, your knees at a 90-degree angle, and they literally just pull you, you know, same, kind of same thing except for your, your face up on those tables. Um, so those are good options to decompress, and then just knowing the right stretches. You know, hip flexors are big, um, especially if you're sitting a lot. You know, people who drive more than an hour to work, people who sit eight hours a day, hip flexors are always going to be tight and contracted. Um, if you can't bend over, you know, <laughs> with your legs straight and – And get close to your ankles, your hamstrings are tight. So that's a good way to start. Both those muscles, when they're overly contracted, are going to compress the spine. There's something that you just said. And I'm sorry, like, if I cut you off. I hope I did not. I hope you did not. Cut me off whenever you like. Uh, <laughs> you, you actually uh, emphasize on stretching. Mm -hmm. What is your philosophy on stretching? Should it be like, ah, be, okay, yeah, your philosophy on stretching. Good. This is good, because oh, there's, there's a lot of controversy about stretching. Exactly, I, I do too. <laughs> All right, so imagine you have two pieces of chicken breast in the, in the freezer, right? If you want to pull those pieces of chicken breast apart, is it easier to do when they're frozen or when they're thawed out? When they're thawed out. Thawed out. Yeah, yeah. Thawed out. 
<laughs> so you want to stretch muscles when they're warm. You never want to stretch a cold muscle. So never walk into the gym and start stretching because you're creating micro trauma before you even start oh, working out. Who does it? Who does it? Who does it? Horse is pointing at people. It happens a lot. That's how you do it. Go ahead, doctor. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. No pay attention to him. He he's right though. I mean, at the end of the day, you want to be. Yeah, yeah, you, you do want to be warm first, and then and then you want to stretch because stretching, if you know what you're trying to accomplish, your muscle fibers literally run linearly. So the goal in stretching is to get them to kind of get to a certain spot, but when you are injured or when you break your muscle down, like when you exercise, you don't heal lin linearly, you heal three-dimensionally. So the the goal of stretching is to kind of get those three-dimensional fibers to go back to, th imagine the pages of a book, right? You get a brand new book and, and those pages are like perfectly flat. Right. What happens if you get that book wet? The pages are wavy and they stick together and that's what your muscles look like after you, after you work out. So the goal in stretching is to make all those pages linear again, right? Mm -hmm. To make it so that those fibers move across each other nice and easy and that you get them to the right resting length. Because when your muscles are already contracted before you start out, every time you do it, it's going to get more and more contracted. So what that does is it changes the way that, remember, what do muscles do? They pull bones so, to create mm -hmm. movement. So if a muscle is contracted, it's pulling a bone more. Now you have an effect on the joint and the joint that that joint is connected to. So there's a, there's a far, re it's like a big ripple in the pond when you have a tight muscle. It doesn't affect one thing. As you guys know, your body's one big kinetic chain. So one area is going to create a change in another area, and that's that's where injury comes from. Oh, do you recommend, doctor, or, or stretching before and after? As long as you're warm, definitely. All right, so stretching has kind of had limited impacts on really preventing injury. Where it prevents injury is by stretching after working out. I think after working out, stretching is the most important time because what happened, what do you do to work out? You contract a muscle over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So if it's going to heal in that contracted state, now you already have to stretch before you start the next time. But if you can stretch out after you're done, that's optimal because now your muscle's healing at the right length as opposed to being contracted. You know what I'm saying? So it's like glue. Like you want the glue to set in the right position, not in a position where you're going to need to try to affect it later on. Correct. And, and so let me get you right. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. So let's say I go, I go to the gym, right? I jump on the bike like Boris has all like a month in CrossFit is telling us to do, but it's okay. I accept it. So you rep, my, you know, if I'm wrong, please, <laughs> if I'm wrong, please correct me. You know, doctor, uh, doctor Ray. So, so basically i'll jump in the bike on the roar or i'll run mm -hmm. all right get my get the body the blood flowing all that stuff and then i'll stretch yeah then i'll do the workout or whatever i need to do during the day during that, that time mm -hmm. then at the end then stretch again mm -hmm. to kind of put them back into place for sure That's what I would recommend. And and I would recommend static stretching before you work out and then ballistic stretching after you Tell work out. Tell me about that, because I'm like French okay. so to that, me. That's contrary to what you know, what, what I have in my ballistic head. and uh, for me it's dynamic so a warm up and then some dynamic stretching mm -hmm. and workout and then after it would be a little like more static would be okay. So the reason that I that I actually have that flipped around is because mm -hmm. Again, if we're thinking about what the muscle is actually doing, right? You want to warm it up in the beginning mm -hmm. so that you have the blood flow there so that you bring lubrication to those filaments so that, you know. Gotta have the lube. Exactly. It's all about the lube <laughs> at the end of the day. All right. We're, hey. ta we're talking about exercise, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Sorry, sorry. I've had I've had one of these. <laughs> the hops, the hops for the teachers, you know. Hey, take a drink. Take a drink. Cheers. 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 Hey. They're more subtle. Like <laughs> so yeah, so at the beginning, once you get that muscle warm, you want to go static because what do you want to do while you're exercising? You want your muscle at optimal 
level to be able to start to challenge it as much as you possibly can. Okay. Right. If you break your muscle down before you start working out, your performance is not going to be as good. True. So static stretching allows you to simply stretch the fibers a little bit, give them some tolerance for what you're about to do to them. So stretching before you work out is not about trying to make your muscle longer. It's not about trying to improve flexibility. It's simply about trying to put a little bit of that, that stretching stress into the muscle so that it knows how to respond to the workouts that you're doing. Mm. Once you work out and you're done, now ballistic stretching or, or dynamic stretching will help you take that muscle with blood flow because as you're moving, blood's flowing more, right? And it'll help you stretch that muscle and bring it back to its resting length. So ideally, you would walk into the gym, you jump on the bike, you jump on the rower, right. you jump on the dyno, you, you jog a little bit, whatever the case is. Then you would hang, stretch your hamstrings out, spread your legs and bend over and... Sounds like suck me. <laughs> you stretch those hamstrings out. No, work on the adductors. Work on the adductors. Stretch the quads. Stretch the hip flexors. You know, gently, gently. You know, and then you go and you get your workout in, and then it, 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 gently, gently. Keep going. Don't stop. And then once you're done working out, then you know you get into kind of hang them and and you know you try to get get as much range of motion as you can, that kind of a thing. And then mm. now you let your body heal. And so to me, static first, ballistic static. second, you know, uh, because at the end of the day, static, ballistic. static and then ballistic, you know, and, and there's, there's a lot of theories back and forth between that. Yeah. I've seen studies that actually show benefits to both of them. So, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you got to do what feels right for you and you got to learn your body and being as in, in tune with your body as possible is, is the most important thing, you know? Mm. Um, now, that's for exercise. If we're talking about competition, I think some dynamic work before competition is excellent as well because right. what you do in an exercise is different than what you're going to do in a competition. Right. Competition, you're taking your body to its absolute <laughs> until its absolute limit. You're not care about you don't care about form. You, you know, mm. this is a, a completely different game. So you want to prepare your muscle for a little bit more than what it's going through. Okay. But if we're talking about everyday exercise where you want to prevent injury, where you want to build a foundation, then you want to go static first, ballistic second. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's interesting. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. W what about if you do a little bit of both each time? Is that something that kind of covers all bases? Yeah, I mean, for sure. You can cover all bases. And again, whatever makes you feel comfortable. You know, if okay. you feel like you need to move around a little bit, um, as long as you're warm, it's all good, really. You know, okay. the main thing is, especially ballistic stretching, you don't want to jump into that being cold. Right. You know, and and... Static stretching also activates something called the stretch reflex. So after two seconds of stretching a muscle out, now your, your muscle is actually contracting back against you. So, mm -hmm, you know, there's mm -hmm. different ways to stretch that, that kind of help. Um, active isolated stretching is actually something that I teach a lot to people, which is, let's say you want to stretch your hamstring out, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. while you stretch your hamstring, you, you actually squeeze your quad. And as you exhale for two seconds, you stretch the hamstring out. And so neurologically, you inhibit the hamstring when you flex the quad. So your muscle will never let antagonistic muscle or your, your nervous system will never let antagonistic muscles basically flex at the same time. What, so what that means is your, your quads and your hamstrings are on opposite sides of the leg, right? right, right. So, so they're antagonistic. So one okay. does flexion, one does extension. Right. So when you squeeze the flexor muscles neurologically, the gateways that tell the, the extensor muscles to, to function, those are, those are cut off. So you can't flex, you can't do both at the same time. No, no, no. It's, it's impossible. Your right. nervous system won't let you. So active isolated stretching uses that neurology to help you stretch the muscle as much as possible. It's in its most relaxed state when you're flexing the antagonistic muscle. So, and as you exhale, that's when the most oxygen is delivered to the muscle. So active, active isolated stretching gives you the most opportunity to safely stretch muscles in somewhat of a ballistic environment, kind of a combination of ballistic and dynamic because you're flexing one and stretching the other one. And mm. that, that, that'll be better used at the end. Ballistic is at the end. I'm going to have to listen to this yeah, podcast no, like, back, right? Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. 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 This is a freaking but. Bible. This guy's a Bible, man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> no, man, the thing I'm learning, the thing I'm learning, man, is good, it's good, it's good shit, bro. Um, but, um, but so this will be good. I uh, thank you, my brother. Ah, my Inca warrior, 
brother. Thank you. Um, but this will be actually good at the end. Yeah. At the end. Definitely. Okay. Or, or, for example, when trying to recover from injury, active isolated stretching is really good because you're not necessarily stretching a muscle just to stretch it and leaving it for two seconds and it's contracting or leaving it for more than two. Like when you think about, like, let's say you're going to stretch something out. You, you don't you stretch for more than two seconds. Right. So when you do that, you're already activating that muscle to fight back against you, which is kind of part of the stretch. But at the end of the day, if that muscle's injured, you got to be careful with it. And so to rehab, active isolated stretching helps out a lot. Wow. Not too bad. I'm learning so much. Learning a lot because you know what, like, and and this guy right here, you know, producer, our producer, and our sound uh, engineer, uh, Boris. They don't stretch at all, bro. You gotta force them to stretch. No, they stretch. They stretch after the bike. After the bike. After that's at the that's at the beginning, you know. And um, no, but I had several injury, like shoulder. And, um, you know, go for Selba. Uh, you're going to have to pay him now. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking. not. <laughs> he had a golfer's elbow and a golfer's elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, uh, Eric. Uh, so <laughs> but uh, but I, I actually, I cheat a lot when it comes to ballistic. Uh, you do what not? Ballistic, yeah, I do, man. I, I actually do. Like, today I, I work out. And I was so tired, but like, you know, man. Shit, I'm over that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, I'm getting the hell out of here. Shit, I just bro. wanted to. Shit, I just, shit, 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 bro. I wanted to get the hell out of here. I don't want to close up yet, man. I just wanted to leave, man. I just wanted to, like, to get the hell out of there. Because we're like 10 rounds and I was dead. I'm like, you know what? I'm not stressing anything. George, just get the hell out of here. And me and George, we took for like a minute or two. Like, let's get the hell out of here. And we left. And I actually did not stretch. <laughs> you, did, did you stretch, George? Nah, Hell no. So it's like, you know. And <laughs> George said it proud, too. Hell, Hell no. no. So, you know, I'll like, do that stretching. No, and I, I, listening to you, it makes me like a shame in a sense. Damn, and I should have stretched. Yeah, I did not stretch, but. And You're I have all these, uh, you know, all these problems, you know, my shoulders, my, my elbows and all that stuff. And I still, but I'm going to do my best, you know, listening to you and so knowledgeable about your area. And I hope everybody out there, our listeners, you know, and and I would like if if it, if you don't mind mm-hmm. later on at the end, you if you could give you your um, Instagram, you know, oh, yeah, account, sure. you know, if you're public, so that that people that are listening, if they if they have a question, you know, they can always you know sure. ask you question all that stuff. That would be very helpful because um, to be honest, man, you're, you're super knowledgeable, bro. I mean, you know, a friend of mine used to say, if if you're a doctor. It's because you're knowledgeable. If you're not a doctor and you know you're winging it and stuff like that, man, I don't even want you near me. And you show me, you know, what a doctor or a practice is. You're not a doctor. You know, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not a doctor of beer, brother. Doctor of beer. Doctor's name, Matt. You're not a doctor. No, you, 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 so no, I, I'm a, I'm a little oh, ashamed. Oh, I'm a little, oh, hey, he's like one foot in, one foot out over here. Yo, how about a chill? You want to do? You want to do a Boris update? Yeah. All right, wow, bro. What? What's up? Cause I feel like right now you're kind of like one foot in, one foot out on four o'clock. Hell like yeah. Nine a.m. Yeah, no, uh, four o'clock. He had Eloy and Isis. Are from the nine o'clock, and we are mainly from the four o'clock class. And he goes with us. So he's a. Oh! Boris, you know, you know, if you stand in the middle of the road, you get hit by both sides, right? Oh, great story. Yo, brother, what you got, brother? What you got? I'm seeing you like doing some. Oh, hold on. Real quick. He left us, bro. He been like into like two classes at nine o'clock, and now he wants to change. Once he want to change. He was here today. He was here today. I'm playing, bro. Relax. Yeah, yeah, I'm playing. Socrates like persona non grata. No, I'm getting it. Yeah, definitely, man. Right, cool. So no, real quick, I I do want to hear kind of updates. I want to hear kind of like give him the mic though. Give him the mic. Yeah, give, yeah. My what? mic. What my on, mic? On your your journey, bro. Our mic. Yes. What's that? 
Yeah, what's your like what where are you at now compared to the last time we talked to you? Which was what, two, three weeks ago, I think. What do you Crossfit mean? wise, oh, yeah. on your goals. What goals did you have, by the way? Did he you write them down? No goals. You have no goals. Feel better. I'm just trying to breathe better. Do you breathe to... better and feel better? Yeah, hell yeah. So that is part of your goal. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then, you know, I'm stopping to smoke cigarettes and shit, more weed. Okay. It's all about balance. Yeah, yeah man, it's, it's all, it's all about balance. Thank you for helping us. Yeah. 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 I can say, you know, I can say, being friends Fridays is, is helping me out. Ah, great. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't doing shit. I wasn't doing no exercise. Good, good, good. Eating late night, drinking a lot, you know what I'm saying? But now I'm doing better. Look, I'm sweating as we speak. You, you, you I'm, I'm losing Drinking is good. Sweat is good. Yeah, bro. So if you guys are just... No, no, no. You know what? He actually impressed me because I got there like around 4. And he was already there sweating and all that stuff. And, yeah, and he hit it like the weight. And doing, and doing dumbbells. Hit the for and six minutes. Stretched and warm. Stretched a little. Yes. Got yeah. some sit-ups. <laughs> I did some, uh, what do you call those? Curl, 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 curls. Huh? You didn't stretch. No, I, myself, yeah. What do you do? The same stretching uh, thing that we do every class. Give him another name. Uh, the, the, the thing, the thing. Everything that I'm learning. You know what I'm saying? I do all that. I excavate. Oh, shit. Party foul. This is okay, bro. It's okay. You it's just okay. bless the, the yeah, room. It's, it's okay. It's Be a first Fridays. That's Christian. But yeah, yeah, no, it's, I feel a lot better, bro. <clears throat> you know yeah. what I mean? I'm, I'm getting my mic back, bro. Yeah, good. <laughs> Go to another class. Good, Go to another class, bro. Okay. You better so another class. One last question, you Boris. One last question. I know question. the question. Ah, here. Why are you getting mad, bro? Like, Pledge will talk too, bro. <laughs> Hater. Hater. I'm not hating, brother. I'm trying to be fair. Yeah. About so, that. That's what she said. Pedro, so ahead, being talk. fair, being fair. <laughs> as far as your, your journey, right? Yeah. Like you want to kind of just make it really general. But there's some specifics that I think people want to know about. I want to know like. about. Like, you know, how you feel. And if you're measuring your, your progress. I'm not you know, measuring. Because I could, I could look at you and I could see... Hey, you've made progress, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. losing weight. That's but for sure. But there's, it's, it's hard to measure it, right? I, I could tell you, I could be like, yo, you look, you look good. Like the other day, we were joking around. It's like, uh, you know, your girl wrapped oh, her yeah, hands yeah, around yeah. you. She and then it's like, yeah, yeah. But, but what's the measure? It's like, like a finger, two fingers. Oh, the whole, so we're going to like, she can my fingers. But see now, no. Like, she told me like, like the the like my back. I should, I have to be like flaco. I can't be you know fat. It's too much weight for my back. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So my 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 thing. I forget what it's called. Uh, the spine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. My brain. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm supposed to be skinny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's what happens. Well, I got in surgery, so. Once I got a surgery, I couldn't do nothing. Yeah. No sports, no nothing for a lot of years. Yeah. So, how, how so that's why I started doing you know? the other sports. He doesn't know because he doesn't use and a scale. No, I haven't scaled myself. No, I haven't. I haven't. But I see it already coming out. You know what I'm saying? That's all the the, the sit-ups is helping me burn this this badly. You know what I'm saying? Feeling a little better, you know? And then, yeah, the more I do it, the the, the more, you know, the, the better I get, too, so... Well, I would tell yeah. you, if I could just interject real no, quick. Course, no, 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 man, no, no, the most important thing you could do is find a baseline. If you can figure out where you're at, you can see how far you've come. Right. Because discipline is the hardest thing to stick with. You could be motivated. You could you could hear something on a podcast and be like, oh, oh shit, I'm going to start doing that. And I'm going right, to do this and right. I'm going to do that. Or you could be like, damn, I need to lose weight. My doctor said I need to lose weight. And you have a fire lit under you for a little while. But at the end of the day... If you're going to make it where you need to make it, it's because you have discipline in order to get there. Right, yeah. And the only way that you know if you're making progress if, is if you know where you came from. Right. So you have to get a baseline first and then measure to where you're going. What do you mean by baseline? So baseline. you start out weighing a certain amount okay. and you have a body fat at right. a certain amount. Right. The only way you know if you're making progress is when that body fat and that scale changes. Right. Because, listen, how do you? are you going to feel good after a day of... Binge drinking? No, but you could no. be healthier that day. Right. So you don't know by how you feel. 
you don't know by what your symptoms are. You only know by what the body fat measurements are and by what the scale says. And at the end of the day, also what your blood chemistry says. So that's what I do for a lot of people is say, listen, we're starting with your cholesterol at, at 250. If we bring it down to 200, now you have less risk. But if we don't measure that, how are we going to know? Do you feel the same with 250 and 200? For sure. Right, it's right, all right, about right, the numbers. Right, right, right. So you got to find what numbers you're at and what numbers you want to be at. Okay. And that's what you work so for. So I can check it out now, like, and then I'll check right it right in now? two more months. You know? <laughs> no, not right now, right now. Yeah, man. And <laughs> so you make you know, progress. And, and then you know. in two more, two, three more months, I'll see what, for sure. what yeah. the, the difference is. Yeah, yeah, yeah not for sure. Great. Hey. And I'm going to keep it going. Like, I, I'm, I'm getting the hang of it. And, I, and I'll tell you, what, what, boards, what will keep you going is looking at those numbers and seeing them change. Right. When you look at that scale once a week and you see it moving in the right oh, direction, been, you're going to say, I, damn. I've been, I've been putting like my numbers on the workout tool and then there you go. little by little I'm getting yeah. better. I'm be able to lift a little bit more weight. You know, Challenge. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the beginning to now. It's, you know, it looks like so you're working out right bit. now, as a matter of fact. Yeah. You look, look like I'm, you're like... I'm sweating, my brother. <laughs> I'm, we here sweating. I'm losing weight. Let's do it. All right. Hey, real quick. What you got, Pedro? Go ahead. We Go got. Ahead. Get busy. No, 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 not that way. Hold on, hold on. You keep talking. We got a, a, a. Go ahead, Pedro. A blonde, black. I think that's what it's called. Black yeah. and blonde. Black and blonde. Black and blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's what we're doing. That's all. That's Spaghetti so. Oh, so that's what the spoon that's is. Definitely. That's what okay, the spoon I is. Okay, I see for. where you're at. So we're gonna have more fun. We're, yeah. What we're gonna do? We're, we we have. I, I think once this podcast drops, it's gonna be. Pretty close to St. Patrick's Day. So we got Ooh. two Irish uh, beers right now. Riskies. Yeah. I think the original, well, the first time I heard it was, it's called Black and Tan. Black and but, Tan. Yeah. But there's a little bit of. We uh, got TMZ over here. Yeah. There's a <laughs> little bit of negative connotation with the Black and Tan. <laughs> it's, it's nothing racist. Or I, no, but I like it. I, like I can see that. But um, th- there is. Um, so Irish folks call it half and half. And it's it's you you use um, an Irish lager, didn't couldn't find the Irish lager. But honestly, I was too lazy to go what? like ten miles <laughs> that way. <laughs> so we, we're doing this, and basically what we're gonna try to do is uh, pour this in to a point where. What you have in there first? We get some what's, what's, so what's what's in here is yes, what? is the the blonde. The, okay, the blonde. Yeah, and yeah. you have the tan on you. Yes. Guinness. The Guinness. The Guinness. Well, these are both Guinness. So we have a blonde Guinness and then a regular Guinness draught. The the draft Guinness. Oh, Oh, okay. It's not doing very good there. Separation is key here. Oil and water. Is beer healthy for you? Um, I'm going to plead the fifth. (laughs) That's a no. That's a big time no. No, it's happening. It's happening. It's good for emotional stress. It's happening, bro. It's happening. Yeah, I can see it. What, the... Yeah, yeah, twelve ounce curls. (laughs) (laughs) So Orlando's that way. (laughs) Yeah, the thing with the stout. So we got the draft stout, and then we got the lager in the bottom. So there's some separation on the top, and then what you get is uh, black and blonde, half and half, Uh, or a half and half. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, if you're if you if you're trying to be as healthy as possible when it comes to beer, stouts are the way to go. Yeah. Um, and if that. you can find a gluten-free beer, like Monk in the Trunk, yes. Yes, that's I've good. Because those. I'm going to be honest, gluten in the United States is not good for anybody. If you're sensitive, if you're allergic, it doesn't matter. It, oh, it creates problems in the stomach Ooh. for a lot of people because it's hard to digest. So we could talk I for hours about gluten, skill. but if you can find a gluten-free <laughs> beer, if you're trying to be healthy, that's good for you. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I, there is an IPA, actually, um, Omni something. I can't remember. organic beer. But yeah, organic's so not bad. But like at the yeah. end of the day, now they they label everything organic, so you have no. Right, like, you have no way of like if it has a, exactly if it has a nitrogen it. compound in it. It's <laughs> if, it, if it's not plastic, it's organic. You right. know what I'm that, saying? The one so, question: right, right, right. a lot of people say that, um, for example, when it comes to drinking like hard liquor, that uh, vodka is better than 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 whiskey or yes. rum or whatever. When it comes to like if you are working out. Hey, what was the what's the idea behind it? And the, I'm sorry to the, the idea, and, and that's actually a Soak great question, is that right. the amount of Try sugar it. that's that's used to make the alcohol. So, for example, rum has a lot of sugar in it. Correct. Whiskey yeah. has a lot of sugar mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Molasses and molasses. Mm-hmm. Hey, exactly. <laughs> right, right. So, if you drink vodka or a silver tequila or my personal favorite mezcal, you're not getting as much sugar because alcohol is metabolized separately. So. 
if you remember way back in the day in biology, I think they teach us to everybody, carbohydrates mm -hmm. are yeah. four grams, right? Every, every gram of carbohydrate is four calories of energy, right? Right. And every gram of alcohol is seven like calories. Whoa. Yeah. And fat is 11 oh, calories. So if you're having yeah. fat, obviously oh. you're getting more calories. But alcohol gets metabolized first good. before anything. So at the end of the day, <laughs> if you're getting sugar and alcohol, now you just get a whole bunch more calories. So vodka, no sugar. Tequila, silver tequila, excuse me. Not reposado or añejo. Those both have sugar in them. But silver Ooh. tequila and, silver. and mezcal. Again, it's got to be clear, no sugar. So that's the benefit to them. Got it. Yeah, Colombia White, no sugar. No sugar. <laughs> no sugar. <laughs> Appetite <laughs> suppressant. <laughs> no, so, so Colombia White is... Yeah, his. Why do you have like a heroin spoon, bro? <laughs> <laughs> it's a black and tan spoon. <laughs> black and tan spoon. He doesn't know yeah. he wasn't here. He didn't see it. So let's cheer. <laughs> How is it, brother? How is the, how's the it's plan? It's good. How about you? You make one real quick. Wait, the spoon does something? Yeah, yeah. What does it do? Helps you yeah. separate. I'll, I'll show you, bro. You got the bottle of right here. No, but this one he's open. Here, if you, need, if you need an, oh, okay. if you need an example a cup. <laughs> well, I ain't got smaller versions of it. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. No, no, I'm saying in a this smaller This is the blonde. Cup. So, All okay, right. so the thing is. A little bit of blonde. Yeah. So, so the spoon doesn't go that, that low. You have to use the whole blonde. Oh, I do? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you gotta drink the whole blonde. That's, that's just. I gotta spend the, the, the entire night with the blonde. <laughs> but like they say, man, blood have more fun. Ah, uh, let me just uh. Let's see if Socrates can do this. Oh man, I hope so, bro. I you see you got, got it. You got it. Slow. Yeah. You got it. Just don't fill it up as much as I did. That was a mistake. Oh no, it looks very no? cloudy down there. Shit. You gotta yeah, go like. You good? You can just mix it up anyway, bro. You gotta go like Usher, man, nice and slow. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible references and responses. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody got happy. Yeah. yeah. I got it. I got it. Kinda. Now I'm not even gonna fuck it up. It's good. Oh, nice. I'm gonna have the best of the two world. Well, it's a good thing Can this is blonde. on radio. <laughs> Take a picture. It'll last you longer. <laughs> Let me see how it is. Did you want to try it? Yeah, but a smaller cup is what I was saying. There's no way of doing it in a smaller cup? I don't think so. I mean, you... What does it taste wow. like? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good? All right, let me... Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, it's good. I mean... Oh, oh okay. Give me... Uh, yeah, what about George, oh, right. the... Uh, yeah, you got it. George. You got it, George. The critic. The critic. No, it's good. Oh, yeah, it's good. I like it. Don't worry. Ozzy's not going to have it. He's looking down at his phone the whole time. He's like, nah, fuck this shit. It was good. He got the coronavirus. We got to straighten this spoon out then. No, it was good. It was good, bro. It was good. Let's pour the whole thing in there. I do like Guinness. They both you like Guinness? Guinness? Oh, it's good. It's really good. Wow, man. Oh, I think we had a little bit of fun. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's really good. I like it. There's a lot of dead air right now. It's a podcast, guys. Man, this is, this is... Yeah, okay, okay, no, no. Everybody's this, just, this, just like staring. Like, how he's doing it. This is and, amazing. Uh, and, um, you know, the, the blonde is going over the tan. The tan is going over the blonde, I'm sorry. Yeah, the brunette's like on top here. No, it's a blonde. Yeah, thank you. The brunette is dominating. And the blonde is on the bottom. And it looks really good. I like it. Wow! I and never... boom goes the dynamite. Oh my God! <laughs> there it bro. Is. Like the mixture there you go, is really good. George, taste it, it bro. Tell us. Chug, it's chug, chug, chug. He, you, You're gonna like it. You're gonna like it, bro. Oh, my bad. <laughs> you're gonna like it, bro. You're gonna like it. I'm telling you, you're gonna like it, bro. You're getting jerked. Just drink it, bro. <laughs> Don't look at it. Just drink it. And then you gotta give your uh. What did you call it? He's a review. Yeah, George has his own review. What would you call it? You gave it. Go ahead, George. Maybe it's just George's review. <laughs> you go, George, man. The review, bro. We're waiting for it. Be careful. Yeah, fucking Socrates obviously not very careful. What does George hear, think? George what does George think? What does George think? It's good. I like it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't talk that much. It's a man of like, few words. Yeah, it's a man of few not words. He's a Marine, bro. Marine don't, don't have words. Marine just act. Right? Tell him, Marine just act, bro. They don't have words. Why do <laughs> well, he says delicious. Okay. Like, no, 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 uh, no, it's good. It's good. It's good. I, I never tried it. I heard about it. What about that's for the doctor? 
Compartimos el que doctor ahorita. Hay que darle una doctor, hermano. Uh, we need some we need some baby Guinness up in here. A little bit of coffee patron and some baby. Oh, yeah, it has expanded. Sweet. I have almost point. every liquor you could imagine. I brought all my liquor supply from my house. It's upstairs. Oh, you did? Talk. Yeah, because I'm, you know, recording. Yeah. Okay. For the movie. But what I'm saying is, uh, you should be here. That's right there. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, 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 I don't want to do that to you. Okay. That's nice right there. Ah. So, um, like you know, Eric is actually oh, enjoying it. Eric is actually, like, you know, sharing the, the blonde and tan, the tan and blonde. And, uh, Did I tell you it turned into a shit show after a while? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah I see it. <laughs> I'm glad I'm here for it. <laughs> hey, we do appreciate you, though. Hey, where, where are we at on the... 55. 55. 55. 55555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555555
What's the bottom line, Sarah? Bottom line, man, the doctor said everything I needed to say. Yeah, you know, you gotta take care of your body, you gotta listen to your body. If something is in pain. Is there an echo in here? I don't know who that guy is. I don't know who that guy is. But that's thank you for being here. My pleasure. You know, it uh, you know, please listen to your body. We're gonna post the uh, the doctor. Dr. Ray, uh, uh, Instagram account. See if you have any questions, any concerns, you can always, you know, hit him up and ask the question. He was very informative. He loves what he does. He's super knowledgeable, man. I learned so many stuff. And yeah, Boris, yeah, I mean, you're right. I should get on the bike more, man, before I, I stretch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> doctor, what, 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 George? You're talking about what Palooza, bro. Oh, we oh, sure did. Oh, man. This is our next episode, man. Doctor, thank you very much. Thank you, everybody, for being here. There was a great, great, great time. Blonde and tan. I like Cheers. You. Oh, Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Cheers.